you join the latest edition of the Nick Bradley Racing Podcast, where we're going to look forward to the runners that are coming up, look back at a few of the runners that have run the previous week or so, and then talk about some of the issues that are on people's mind right now. So, first of all, we'll look forward, which is always the most enjoyable part of it. Mercy. Uh, she ran well at Beverly the other day, and she will be seen at York in all likelihood next week. She could also go to Doncaster or Thursday on the 14th, or possibly Redco after that. Um, but Philly Hughes should be winning pretty soon. Sending Glory, her race at Suddle is working out well. She has had a little setback, but we should see her back on the track in around about two weeks, all being well. Um, She's a filly that Grant thinks will be winning in May, so fingers crossed. Aspoda ran over six furlongs last time out, too far. I thought at the start of the season it would be a five furlong race, a five furlong horse this year. The op- the best opener f- for her was six furlongs, um, and I think it's been proved that we need to go back back to five furlongs, so she'll be doing that on the 27th of May. Nurse Claire's not far away from her run. We'll see you on the track in the next couple of weeks. The Barry two-year-olds haven't hit the, the ground runners yet. Um, clear to land and Bojinka both one for handicaps, both one further than five furlongs. Um, they've now, sorry, Bojink's run three times. Clear to land's run twice. We'll see clear to land out again soon. Um, but her best, um, she'll be seen at best effect when stepped up in trip. Oscula is going to make a return to the track, hopefully next week at York, in the listed Michael Seeley Stakes. She still has a Guineas entry, um, and she worked well this week. Lucia Joy obviously won well last week at Thirsk. She has got lots of handicap entries coming up. Um, she's a filly that I think if we'd have got her to come to hand a little bit sooner, then we may have seen her running in some of these Oaks trials and things like that, had I been bold. But she did it nicely at Thirsk over seven furlongs last time out. Looks a little bit better on the grass than she did on the all weather. Hello, my darling. We'll see probably York next week, or if not, she could go to Newbury for a listed there next weekend. Corazon continues to go the right way and do the right things, but we won't see her on the track in May, but hopefully in June. Cal Burks. Cal's got a lot of his two year olds in. Awesome form at the moment. No other yard in the country, arguably, his two years was running as well as his. Um, he ran a very smart one down at Newmarket called Dramatised. Um, that is a filly that I think we'll, we'll see, be seeing at Royal Ascot in the Queen Mary next, and it's one I would be telling people to have a couple of quid on because I looked an absolute monster. Bon Marine's going to make her debut next week. Um, she went nicely early on this year. Last couple of pieces of work hasn't been great. Um, we're going to get on the track, but we're going to see how she handles it. Cody Dancer, we're going to see her probably up at Musselburgh. Uh, Cliff's ridden her, he likes her. Hopefully she's uh, good enough to be able to win a maiden. Uh, probably not first time out, but it's that kind of level, I, I suspect. Alexis Princess, um, her work's been very good. Uh, she will be starting um, somewhere next week. We've got her in a few places. I suspect she'll go to Beverly. She's a filly that could want six furlongs. Um, so she'll probably have a run over five and then step up in trip. Late Marie was second on her debut. She'll be seen out on the 9th of May, all being well. And then we've got 
um, sideways shift, who's not far away from a run. Uh, she's been going well at home. The Riverside girl, they'll both be aimed at the Great British uh, bonus Phillies only races. Secret Angel and Tondoose are probably definitely six furlong horses, and they'll be seen out at the end, end of the month, all being well. Racing Sun's going to have a piece of work on Friday, and then he should have entries shortly after that. He could go somewhere like Haydock on the 21st if we get some cut in the ground. Over Roger Fells, Twilight Lady obviously did it nicely at Ripon. Um, she's come out of that race a little bit jarred up, probably due to the track. Um, we could see her at the Mary Gate at York on Friday. That's a week on Friday, Friday the 13th. Um, Eldrick Jones is likely to go to York as well, but he's going to go for the, t- on the 21st for a seven-furlong handicap. Belzil Beauty ran at Beverly the other day. Now, it looked like... Um, She'd broken down at one point. That's what Danny thought. She actually stumbled and stumbled twice, quickly one after another, which gave Danny that impression. Um, she's a, a filly that Sean tells me will be winning when we get some soft ground um, and things go her way. So she's one to follow, um, certainly when we've got some dig under, underfoot. We bought three breezes with Roger so far. Two have been away to work. The Baited Breath Colt, Makata Glory filly. The Bated Breath Colt will probably see it on the track in around two to three weeks. The Cotter Glory filly could have an entry at York next week. Um, her work was particularly good. The Oasis Dream filly at Craig Lidsters. Craig tells me she's in great form. Um, she's won for six furlongs and soft ground, so we could see her on the track second half of May. Over in France, both two-year-olds are going real well. Um, the Almond Sob, we won't see her on the track until July, but Cahira, we could see her on the track by, around about the end of the month. Lopez Gold's going to run somewhere this week. She um, is probably going to run at Cork because it's a flatter track. Um, she's in very good form and probably the, the form of her life um, to date. So now we're going to have a look back at horses that have run so far. Uh, Mercy started us off at Beverly. She ran into a very good horse at Tom Clover's. There was a lot of money for that. It was back from 10 to 1 to 2 to 1. Um, Tom Clover's horse had the reel the whole way. If you watch Mercy inside the last kind of furlong and a half to the, to the half furlong marker, she changed the legs a couple of times and gets a little bit unbalanced. Um, I did the sectional work on that race and they went hard enough early doors. And I think then she's kind of probably got tired or didn't handle the track or maybe didn't like the ground and not quite seeing it out. Um, she'll be seen next on a flatter uh, track and probably faster ground. Maspoda ran like she wants five furlongs and she'll drop back to five furlongs at Pontefract at the end of the month. Borging ran as the race I expected her to run at Kempton. The Matt Johnson horse just had a, a more boot than her. Um, physically, she doesn't look like a five furlong horse. So Pedigree says she's not a five furlong horse. Um, she's probably one for nurseries, and we're going to get her up and rolling early in July, where we'll step her up in trip from five furlongs. Hello, my darlings. Had two good draws now. She, she ran, finished second at Bath in a listed race, and then finished fourth at Chelmsford. Um, both were solid runs. Um, 
and he's given the runners plenty of fun so far this season. Lucia Joy had a great ride under Sam James at first. Um, she did it pretty easily. Um, she's been put up six, from 69 to 75. Um, she's still well handicapped of 75. And um, yeah, I thought Sam rode her well. Um, I think the benefit of him riding at Newcastle helped. Um, Sam James, somebody who's definitely uh, improving as a jockey. And certainly, um, you know, I've, I've worked with Sam probably five, ten years. And this is the best he's ever ridden, in my opinion. Honey Sweet and Eldrick Jones both won big races at Newmarket. Eldrick Jones just got a little bit tired up the hill. We're kind of thinking six to seven furlongs for him. Uh, Honey Sweet plugged on all the way to the line, ran second in a pretty hot race. The horse in third cost a million pounds. The horse in first cost at 1.1 million. Um, and I was proud of her achievements. Gilded ran no kind of race over in France. She could be stepped up into it next time. Sandy's dream, Marco Bottis Philly finished second at Subble. She's since been sold and she probably made what she should have made at the sales. Twilight Lady ran a massive race at Ripon to win on debut, not on debut, on second start. Um, ben liked her a lot. He suggested a step up in trip. Um, she may stick at five furlongs for now, but she did that very nicely from a kind of an uncompromising um, track position. Um, she was more than likely to go to, go to York next Friday, uh, but she did it nicely. Jackie Chase disappointed, as did comedian leader in the Red Casella. When you're running in a race like that, if you disappoint, you kind of think, like, where do I go next? Um, and Jackie Chase has now been retired um, and will have a new career shortly. Not many runners in the last couple of weeks, but things are going to really ramp up next week. The Carl Burke two-year-olds are going to get the... Um, we're going to see three or four debut next week, and there's probably two or three going to debut the following week. So exciting times there. So we're now going to look to answer some of the questions and topics that have been uh, asked for this, this week. Um, I am running low on topics, so after this week, if people can send in any more, that would be great. Um, so the first um, topic for discussion this this week is uh, Great British bonuses. Now we were lucky enough to win a Great British bonus. In fact, we've won two in recent weeks. Um, Lucia Joy won at Thirsk as a three-year-old. She won as a novice, so she'd gone two three two. She won at Thirsk. She picked up five thousand prize money, and then she picked up a twenty thousand bonus. Now, not everybody realises, but the 20,000 bonus is a total. Um, nothing goes to the trainer, which is great news. Nothing goes to the jockey, which is great news because they get paid enough. The owner actually gets 13,000 of it. And then the other 7,000 goes to the people who paid the registration fee at the different stages through that filly's um, kind of early, early career before she got to a racetrack. So we've got a load of fulls at the moment, fully fulls, and I'll start. I've got a pay. I think it's about two hundred and fifty quid per fall um, to register them, and then the year after, we've got until the May the thirty first to pay the yearling bonus, the yearling fee. I forget what it is. Let's let's say for argument's sake, it's another two hundred and fifty quid, and then as a two year old, the owner has to pay 
um, the bit which gets the 13,000. Um, so Lucia Joy picked up um, 13,000 IA 20 grand bonus for winning the Phillies only race at Thursk, which was nice. And the Twilight Lady, she picked up a 10,000 bonus for winning a Colts and Phillies race at Ripon. Now, Lucia Joy is no longer a novice. Bizarre rules. Because she's run four times and is now a winner. So she can no longer pick up bonuses for winning novice races. And obviously, she can't win a maiden race. The Twilight Lady could go and win a 20,000 bonus or another 10,000 bonus if we take her, if we aim her a, a novice as a two-year-old. I think as a two-year-old, you can win up to three. Um, but as a three-year-old, depending on the number of runs you, you've had, um, the, the restrictions are slightly tighter. The Great British bonus money comes from partly funded through the breeder, the pinhooker, the owner, but also partly there's a, a chunk that's taken out of prize money, the pool of prize money that's been dedicated just to these races. Um, how many races are there? Well, there are races. It's, obviously, it's races in the UK rather than Ireland, and these races are every Phillies-only two-year-old and three-year-old race, and every two-year-old and three-year-old race that's open to fillies, but there, the only half of the money is available. Um, and we've got a couple of um, two-year-olds who are nearly ready to debut, the Showcasing and the Havana Great at Carl Burks. Both horses are GB bred, and in terms of their race planning, there are options to run against Colts and Philly, running Colts and fillies races or fillies only. And because they, they carry the bonus, they'll both be targeted at Phillies only races. And we'll maybe target some of the other Phillies who are bought from Ireland or France. They'll go to the, the, the standard maidens where you're going to take on the Colts as well as the Phillies. Have they been a success? I think, I think it's, certainly from my point of view, it's a great success. Um, so Lucia Joy and Twilight Lady picked up an extra 20 grand to the, to the owner for winning standard races. If you think about the level of race you have to win to win 20,000 total prize money, like Lucia Joy, I mean, she won 25,000, but the owner gets about 20,000. Um, it would have to be like a, almost a heritage handicap. 20,000 to win is probably a 35,000-pound race. So those are more than... In terms of the prize money that's out there, I think that's the best value for money angle in terms of targeting races. Um, somebody would say, well... E-ball's worth a million pounds. Why did why you go for that? We'll try buying a horse to run in the E-ball and then try and buy a horse to win the E-ball. The amount of money you're going to have to spend would soon put the E-ball prize money... Um, yeah, it, you would be, you'd be far less excited about the, the, the million pound on offer once you see how much you have to spend to try and win a race like that. And, of course, the E-ball's are four-year-olds pluses. Four-year-olds plus, you've got to keep the horse in training for four years. And somewhere along the line, you may find out that the horse is actually no good and not capable of, of running at that level. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think this is the best value um, race on offer, and that's why I target them. Or one of the reasons why I target them. Um, what was the best horse at the sale that got away? Well, um, I was. <laughs> this time last year, I underbid cashier at the sales. I bid 58,000. I was stood with George. Uh, Jake Warren and Harry Herbert bid 60,000. And in hindsight, I should have carried on. I had 50,000 in my mind when the horse walked into the ring. I thought I'd, I'd done the right thing, stretching to 58,000. Time has shown that I, I didn't. But um, 
good things to have come out of it because George got to train the filly. I said to George, this is a very good filly. And he went straight up and asked Jake if he could train it. Um, so I was pleased for pleased for George, but also pleased for Highcliffe. Jake's um, been very good to me. He's, he's a straightforward guy. And it's just great that syndicates are, are able to win it at the, you know, the highest level. So that's definitely the, the best horse that's got away. Um, but also there's plenty of horses that got away that we soon forget about. Um, I'm looking at the races tomorrow. There's actually a Zoo Star filly that's debuting at Ascot tomorrow. Now, I had a bid at 100000 for her at the Crave, and she made two seventy. Uh, Michael Bell trains her. She was probably top of my list. Um, so when she runs a massive race tomorrow, which I'm sure she will do, I'll be... Um, well, I, I, I won't be losing too much sleep about it because I was never able to buy her. But if she does run a massive race, which I think she will do, then it's almost a, a pat on the back to say that I was on the right one, but just unfortunately not available. Um, I knew when I went to the Craven Breeze up this year, if there was 120 horses catalogued, maybe five to 10 would be accessible, i.e. sell for sensible money. Um, as it happened, none of them were, in my opinion. I waited, I went to Doncaster, I bought three horses, and then I've been to the um, Guineas this week, and uh, sorry, last week, and bought two horses at that sale. Um, so I think... Um, sometimes you it's easy to identify the good horses but buying them is another thing um the cosai glory filly that i bought last week with roger fell um i give thirty nine thousand for when she walked in the ring i thought i'd get her for 30 35 and i was confident um, but i did stretch myself a little bit um and hopefully you know i'll be re- rewarded in the same way george and highclay were, were rewarded with cashier um Selecting a horse that breeze up is something that people have asked about. Um, I, I, I won't want to rattle on about it, but so, so we we watch all the horses breeze, and then we try and work out what the horse has done beforehand. I where on the curve this horse is. Is it still getting better? Is it peaking and about to go, and about to lose its mind and, and go over the top? Um, so I watch all the horses breeze. I have sectional data which I analyse. I then go and look at all the horses uh, physically. I never buy a horse that I don't like physically. Um, I've, I can't remember ever buying a lame horse either. Um, I talk to the vendors. I try and get used to the vendors. And years gone, in previous years, I'll, I'll follow the vendors' horses and see, remember what they've said, watch how they've run, and then kind of get a judgment of how accurate th- that vendor is. Sometimes all, all of the the ducks are swans, and sometimes the, the ducks never actually are swans. Um, sometimes the, the belly ducks. Um, so just experience and kind of work out work out a path for how each vendor's horses should breeze. And when I've got, in my, got that in my mind, then it's easier to kind of work out which horses I should be buying, which horses I shouldn't be. I think I've bought well so far this year. We've got five horses from the breeze-ups. No... Big negative so far. A couple of a little bit buzzy at home, but you, that's par for course. You'd expect that. Um, a couple have worked and worked well, and, and but both um, people who've ridden them have said that these horses are win novices. So that's pretty good given the amount of money that we spent. I think we've averaged about thirty thousand horse so far. I'll be. Uh, I won't be going to Arcana because York's on next week, but I will be doing all the work on it, and I'll have somebody over there who's videoing the horses, and I've got obviously vets over there, and. Um, after that, the Gorsbridge breeze up will be on, and I'll be cracking on there and trying to add 
uh, two or three more horses uh, to the ranks. Right, we'll leave it at that, and I hope you enjoyed listening.